Hey, Anna. Hey, Grace. Welcome, Welcome to, to Lunita, Lunita Podcast. Podcast. On Lunita Podcast, we have episodes every week to correspond with the lunar cycle, and we discuss different spiritual topics. This is a podcast for people who are interested in spirituality, but may not know too much. On this episode, we discuss the waning moon in Aquarius, as well as sacred relationships. So thanks for joining and enjoy the episode. You're alive! I'm alive! I'm back. Uh, but I was so proud of the podcast you did last week. I really liked it. Thanks. And it was a little bit scary with the shadow. That yeah, you it was crazy. Yeah. I was just sitting. I was sitting here, and just in the corner. And, and it was nighttime, and just kind of at the corner of my eye, I saw this like pretty big shadow person like walk, like move into the guest room office. Really? As I was talking, and then I was tr- gonna try to like keep going with the podcast, but then I was like, I can't not <laughs> address oh. this. But then I moved forward and kind of forgot about it until I finished the podcast. And then you thought about it again. And then I thought about it and got up and I got actually our. This is not a commercial, but it's turning into one. I got our Lunita Energy <laughs> Cleanser <Yes>. spray, <laughs> and I sprayed it all around the like up and down the hallway. Yeah. And just said some like affirmations and stuff. Uh-huh. Like this is uh, like like this is a sacred space. Like no negative energies welcome here. Mm. And yeah. And did you feel it, felt that it helped? Yeah, because I calmed down afterwards. Mm. But I always have this thing with this hallway. I don't know. I get freaked out walking through it at night, uh-huh. especially. And like I hate walking through the dark. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, there's no window in this hallway, so. It's like completely pitch black, and I like run through it. So that's definitely something else. Yeah, that. it freaks me out because I hated this hallway beforehand, and now I don't like it even more. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I don't, I don't really know, and yeah, I don't know. No, yeah. um, but um, it was a great podcast. Thank and, you. Oh and yeah, you did Thanks. very good. Uh, <laughs> um, by yourself. Thanks. Uh, it was so hard. Yeah, it was so hard. And you did the whole astrology thing. And stuff. I know. It was so cool. I was so nervous yeah. about it, because you know I like don't think I'm good at astrology, and yeah. But then I. But I'm, you know so much, especially about the moon. Yeah, I guess. And stuff. So. Well, yeah, it was fun. So. Mm. <sighs> but I'm glad that you're back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also. I'm glad to be back. Mm-hmm. I love to do these podcasts every week. And what are we talking about today? Um, yeah, so we're, we're talking about the astrology upon the moon, and the moon is a symbol of our emotional self, and of how we are when we are in a space where we feel safe, and where we feel home. Mm-hmm. And then there's the waning moon coming up, and that is when the moon goes from being full and uh, towards new moon, so on the night sky it appears mm-hmm. complete half. Yeah, like and the opposite of the waxing moon. The opposite of the waxing moon, so but still it's just the yeah. half like the waxing, but the other half. Yeah, like the mirrored half, I guess. Yeah, it was so weird. And when I was in Thailand, there was this guy because I got this moon tattoo, mm-hmm. and the guy said, "So funny because in Europe the moon turns the other way than in Thailand." And I was oh, like, "Oh, is that true?" 
No, of course oh. not. It's just because it's a different face of the moon. Oh. Like sometimes it's go one way, yeah. and then when it's going, that wouldn't make way, sense at all. That's so funny. That was very strange. I, I love your your moon tattoo, moon's yeah. tattoo. I guess. Yeah, my. But where's the full moon? It's the full moon. But is that the new moon? Where's the new moon? The new moon. Maybe it's the new it's moon. It's both. No, it should be the full moon because it goes from small, bigger, bigger. Oh yeah, you're right. I love it. It yeah. looks great. Thank you. I guess it's also more for for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so the the waning moon is as the moon is getting smaller. It's also a time for us to cut out things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of you are the full moon and it's like very high energy and things are just a bit crazy. Yeah. And then you go to the waning moon and it's like back to business yeah action yeah it's like action okay now we cut down this we have like we have a to-do list Mm -hmm. and we just get things done yeah uh, so we can cross it off so we don't have to think about these things anymore and so that we can look forward to going towards the new moon where Mm -hmm. we just have like the clean slave and we don't have to think about anything so it's kind of a Mm. nesting time i feel like it's preparing for for the winter, preparing for the new moon, and yeah. just preparing and cutting. Getting all, all your things. like organizing, getting all your decks in a row. Yeah, exactly. And like taking action from like what you were supposed to do in the full moon, which is well, one feel during the full moon. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do, but also let go. And sometimes it's hard to let go while you feel, because letting go should come come after feeling. And so the waning moon is a good time to finally let go. Or yeah. Do break the habits. Yeah, do break the, the habits. Yeah. yeah, do the things that you learned in the full moon. Do you feel that it aligns with you when you are near the the waning moon? The waning moon. Yeah. 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 I think the thing that the only moon phase that it doesn't um, align with me is, or it's just like how I experience it differently, is mm-hmm. the new moon. Mm-hmm. which is always amazing, always positive, and I feel my best and most vibrant yeah. and more social during the new moon. Yeah, that's that's funny because mm-hmm. many people say this is a time of yeah. you know, Rest. resting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's because I menstruate generally. Well, when do I menstruate now? Cause it's, yeah, it's because it's been changing. Your, your, uh, your menstrual cycle is longer than the yeah. lunar, lunar cycle, so yeah. it can sometimes desync. Yeah. Well, yeah, so the, yeah, the new moon is just way pleasant for me. In the full moon, I literally talk about this every podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's getting annoying. But the full moon is when I'm like tapped out and I can't talk to anybody. Mm. Yeah, makes sense yeah. also. I mean, the, the full moon can just be very intense, so the different reactions are just yeah. normal, you mm-hmm. know? Mm, definitely. But, so what's going on with this specific waning moon? This waning moon is in the sign of Aquarius. And Aquarius, I have the moon in Aquarius also, so I can relate a lot to this time. Um, And your uh, partner, your your husband. He's rising. Oh, we know. And his son, Aquarius. His son, Aquarius. And rising rising Aquarius. Aquarius. So he's very much into the Aquarius energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is the element of air. Mm -hmm. It means that it's kind of very easy going. Yeah. Um, very sociable, very adaptable. Oh, this is your moon. Yeah, yeah right. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, it's also, and the moon can also be a little bit difficult. But uh, the thing about it, so they are driven a lot about intellect. Mm-hmm. 
and um, the ruler, so the planet ru the, that rules is Uranus, which is mm -hmm. one of the planets that is discovered more uh, recently, so more late oh. compared to the others. So they are like further out in the solar system. Yeah. Um, and and uh, at the same time that it's like the Uranus is a discovery, mm. the, the, in the same way uh, the Uranus energy is the energy of innovation and new and mm. discovering new things. And this is, if you imagine Aquarius, this is yeah. a lot what the Aquarius energy is about. Right. Um, and so this um, lunation can give you a lot of this energy of feeling that you want to discover new things, you mm. want to try and explore new things. Um, and yeah, also that you just want to have the feeling of feeling that you do things new, things that yeah. you've never done before. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Ooh, what should we do? But it can be so many things, you know, for example, yeah. today, right, we went to, um, we went to this tapas place, but yeah. I've never been there before. And when I sat there, and it was this old tapas place with all these local people, mm -hmm. whatever, it was almost like I felt that I was on holiday in, oh. in somewhere, you know? And I, I felt new. So I think it can even cool. be small new things that you try, okay. but they can mean a lot. Like, they can still give you a new like, yeah, okay. feeling. You know? I wanted to take a little holiday during this week. Oh, really? Yeah. What so do you want to do? do it? I wanted to go up to Costa Brava for two days. Didn't you go there the other day? I well? went on, yeah, and went on Monday. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. You went to Tossa del Mar, right? Yeah. There's something special oh. over Costa Brava, yeah. Right? Yeah, and the I was just so overwhelmed with, there's, so it's like a kind of like modern little seaside town, but then on top of this hill, it's like this medieval castle yeah. in town, and it's just overwhelming walking through it. Yeah. And I had that, this like just overwhelming feeling of like, awe and wonder and gratitude yeah. oh, and this amazing. is also really feeling you get when you explore mm, you know when you totally. are in the mode of exploring something yeah you, you i feel like feeling. yeah i feel like i've really because whenever i went to sieges i felt mm. the same way i was like ah, like yeah. it's so cool yeah. and i just kind of forget um to leave i get caught up in my life here yeah. I think, and i love my life here it's amazing but I forget, like, to nurture the Sag. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm. It's so important for your yeah. Sagittarius energy. Yeah. And mm. mine too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And then another thing with the, with the Aquarius um, that can be a little bit more difficult is the thing that they want to... They can also sometimes have too much urge of discovery that it almost feel like they want to escape their emotions oh, totally okay so during this time for everyone it can feel that you might feel too busy just experiencing yeah. new and it's important just to stop up to say am i experiencing new or am i running for some issues mm. in my current life that i maybe need to look at yeah that's a really good call out yeah i think um because the Aquarius energy can be very fast yeah you know and always wants to be stimulated mm. um, and it's very important to say why do you want why do you need this stimulation yeah um and what i feel with my aquarius moon also like being a relationship mm -hmm. is that i always had the thing um like now in my partnership for example that i kind of i always need to see that the door is open 
if I if I want to yeah to you leave. always talk about this yeah exactly we like me and Thomas we are totally joking about that we can drive past a yeah. sad town and I could be like I could live there if we got yeah. divorced you know <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so funny but, but I really feel the thing of of like knowing that the door is open if I want to go and it's not because I want to go I just need to know that, that I'm not locked in is that a bad thing no i don't think, think it's necessarily it's okay. because i mean um if it's because you don't feel good in the relationship yes uh, yeah. then it's a bad thing um but it's it's just an it's just a knowing about yourself and mm. then you can also accept that part of yourself yeah that you just need to know that you have the freedom to yeah. leave okay. that you are not stuck in where you are in neither mm-hmm. friendship or partnership that yeah. you always have your own right to leave mm-hmm. if you want to it's so interesting because that's just not an experience that i have no exactly it is all. also but it was first when I really realized that I do mm-hmm. have this feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> I also started to accept it. Yeah. Yeah, but. you're really good at, like, accepting and acknowledging it mm-hmm. and making jokes yeah. about it. It's a, it's a little bit hard for me, for example, this is an example that mm-hmm. locks me a little bit, uh, is that uh, Thomas has children with a, yeah. a, a, his ex-partner, and that does that we're locked to a space totally. place, you okay. know, where for my soul, for my moon... It would feel better if we were more able to, yeah. to like, not because we were going to leave Barcelona, but mm-hmm. just a feeling that we can Good. leave okay. Barcelona yeah. if we want to. Okay, because, and that's it, like, I feel like I can move anywhere. Yeah. Not that I want to, but I don't have that tied down feeling. No. But I know if I did, it would like, yeah, like, exactly. really claw at me. Uh-huh, so you also have a little bit this. Yeah, but I guess I'm just in a, like... I'm not, I don't have the same experience with you as you, no. so I don't feel those feelings. Yeah. But I, 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 I guess that makes sense. You, that I yeah, have it and me. you feel that also. Yeah, and that's yeah. a lot of part being Sagittarius too. I think yeah, Aquarius exactly. and Sag feel that way. Um, yeah. They relate to each other in that way. It's because I need my independence and I need to know that I have my freedom. But the same way, um, very independent Aquarius. Aquarius yeah. is very, very independent too. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I think that's why you and Brooks, you also mm. like very good match with each other because, like, the sign is just right next to. No, there is a Capricorn, Capricorn in between. between. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this conversation is leading so much. Yeah. Leading so good into our next topic, but keep yeah, on going. Exactly. Definitely. <laughs> um. So the last thing is about the community, which is a very, very important topic for the Aquarius energy and yeah. the Aquarius uh, moon. Uh, I think what, what we feel, what you might feel now, everyone, is that f- feeling the urge to seek community, for sure, mm. feel the support from community, but also in like you being an individual person mm-hmm. in a community. So meaning like, what can I do for the community? Uh, or what can the community do for me? Yeah. You know, but always putting themselves in perspective to the community. Mm. But it's so important to have this yeah. community for... Uh, you know what's family. coming up in my mind, which is just a good example of this, yeah. is the clothing swap that's happening in our community. Yeah. This 
(laughs) this weekend. It's such a good example, right? It's like, what can I give to the community and what can I take from the community? What can I take? Yeah, that's so true. It's such a perfect example. Yeah, it's such a perfect example. So Mm -hmm. it's basically uh, a gathering uh, where girls come to the to a certain place and yeah. bring the clothes that they might not find interesting anymore mm-hmm. and then they can swap it with some of the other people yeah are um, you going i was gonna ask if no you're going. i'm not I, uh, i'm not <laughs> i'm going. thinking about going you you're going yeah i'm thinking about going yeah i think it's a good idea yeah because i have some things that i like to buy exactly and i think it's a great way to like don't buy new new stuff right you know? yeah 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 Cool. That was it. Mercury is, of course, still in retrograde. Yeah. So be careful. Do you, are you feeling it? Um, not so much. I mean, like, I have been very, very nervous. Oh, we had problems with plane tickets. So that's Did very, you? Uh, okay. Our friends had problems with plane tickets. And I told them, I was like, yeah. we talked about this in our yeah. podcast. <laughs> Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Oh, so many people. I'm not feeling it, but I the full moon. I'm feeling the full moon coming. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but I'm not doing any like traveling. I'm not doing any more logistical things um, right now. Though what is working is my visa situation that is flying by and doing really amazing. Really? Yeah. So I that's yeah. I'm surprised that everything's going so well. That's very good. Yeah. 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 So you just. Um, yeah, we got it approved and everything. And like, whenever we had to go get our like ID card, yeah. in the past we've had to wait like two hours. And we went in expect like we brought our computers, we brought our books and journals, like ready to sit for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever we got there, no one was there, and we didn't even have time to sit down before they called our name. And we were out in like seven minutes. What? It was insane. This is not common for Spain. Like, oh. I feel like Spanish take their sweet time. Yeah, exactly. Doing log- logistical things like that. And yeah. so I'm really quite surprised that it's working so well during yeah. the retrograde. With, and with legal matters. Yeah, you know, right? Like things like this. Yeah. I mean, we have one more step, which is to pick up the card. But mm. I think it'll be... Yeah, <laughs> that's picking up the card. Yeah. And then there's the wrong name on... Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I'm, the full moon's coming and I'm... Because, of course, we record this the week before, so I'm mm. feeling it come. But it's going to be okay. Yeah. How did you feel? How, how are you feeling the full moon coming? Uh, my anxiety and emotions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, rising. Yeah. And I just feel out of whack. Yeah. Like, blah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I feel not grounded into my reality in my life. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I just... In there. Yeah. But it's just because I've been busy. I just need to get back into my daily life. Yeah. I think. I think so too. You have a lot of visitors and stuff. You need yeah. to ground. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. <sighs> All right. Well, that concludes the waning moon. And next week I have a new moon. So, yeah. I hope that this is a productive week for you. For the, for the waiting room, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And now to our topic. I'm very excited for this one. It was like such a... Um, Spread we the moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so spontaneous. Yeah. We were not really prepared for what topic should we talk about, but... Yeah, then something that came up was uh, was this one. Yeah, and this topic is sacred relationships. 
yeah, we were we were wanting to do some other topics, but we just like I said, I'm out of whack this week, so we're like, what do we really know? Like, what do we feel really comfortable just sharing rather than teaching? Um, so yeah, and we're gonna talk about sacred relationships, and sacred relationships are relationships in which we are inspired to see the divine in our partner and we can experience it's a relationship where we experience like true oneness while also being two separate people yeah and it's just a relationship full of like true the truest version of love yeah yeah that's so beautifully described do you feel like that in your relationship i do and i was because in a second we'll go through like uh, a couple of signs that you are in a you are or what is a sacred relationship and I was a little nervous I was like oh my gosh what if we <laughs> what, if I don't, what if I don't see these signs in my marriage and everyone I was like oh my gosh this is so affirming yeah wow and I I also also I noticed that this is the first relationship that I felt all of these things yeah. and of course I made the wise decision to marry him so I like locked in yeah um yeah, versus the other ones that just I weren't right. No, weren't right. No. What about you? I mean, do you want me to say tell you what everything is, and then you can tell me if you think you're in a sacred relationship? Um, yes. Okay. So one of the signs that you are in a sacred relationship, or signs of a sacred relationship, is unconditional love. And unconditional love is like a very wide concept, and it's kind of difficult to understand. But essentially, it's just a bond of deep, deep love and a love that is it's like not a common form of love. Like I've only experienced in a romantic relationship, I've only experienced this unconditional love once, and that's with Brooks. And unconditional love is love without strings. It means you love freely, you love without conditions, and you love without wanting anything in return. So you 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 want like the biggest thing is like you want their their happiness and their joy and their highest evolution even if that doesn't include you hmm. yeah wow. and some like things that aren't like a sign that you're not having unconditional love is if you're dealing with like codependency like bad attachment and also trauma bonding like what I, is trauma bonding? Trauma bonding is when like two childhood, like two wounded childs or like inner childs come together and then they might, their wounds like mesh and kind of feed off each other. And yeah, so there's this feeling of like deep belonging, but it's false kind of. Can you give an ex example? <gasps> yeah. Uh, in my, um, my... The ex that I always talk about, bond? yeah, yeah. The ex that I always talk about, we yeah. had like a trauma bond. Okay. And we were just two wounded people and we had wounds that were created together. And you know how you can go through something with somebody and you and it bo breaks both of you? So therefore you feel like you're just so connected yeah. and squished together. And it feels like in the moment it's unconditional love, but it's not. It's like really broken and really toxic. Yeah. And that's what I had. That's what I had with him, a hundred percent. What about you? Um, it's hard to say. Like if if I would talk about my last relationship, yeah. there was def there was definitely also some trauma bonding. Mm -hmm. um, but it was hard to 
to distinguish what trauma it was triggering. Yeah. Uh, okay. Got it. But if you trauma bond, you are. It's not. It's a sign of not connect. Con it's not. Yeah. It's not unconditional love. But what can you not have unconditional love and trauma bond? No. 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 Okay. Not my sources say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe you can evolve from the trauma bonding. Yeah. But I don't know. I can only speak from personal experience, and it was no bueno for me. Yeah. What I see from trauma bonding is that many people feel like very attracted to what the trauma says. Yeah. You know, for example, if like their father was very aggressive, mm -hmm. they get very attractive to men who also treat them very yeah. aggressively. And for me, that's. Uh, trauma bonding and it's not because they truly love this person yeah but it's because they remind them of a trauma totally they start yeah, yeah, to feel comfortable absolutely a hundred percent yeah and like for me my i mean it's not like my husband and i haven't gone through hard things it's not like we a lot of our childhood wounds relate to don't relate to each other because they do but it's that we it just so it's dealt with so much healthier yeah yeah And yeah, I do feel this like unconditional love for him. And earlier with our friends, we were like saying like, well, what if he cheated on you? Blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's what unconditional. That's not, it's not like you love him even if you cheat or whatever. Mm. It's just this feeling of like, I want him to be his best self and his happiest self. And even if that doesn't include me. Yeah. Totally. Do you feel that way about Thomas? <laughs> um, yes. Yes, I think I do. Um, I think unconditional love is very, very deep, and I think it yeah. takes a lot of years to yeah. That's a good point. To develop, and like now, you and your husband been together for eight years, something. Mm, right? No, maybe five, six, five, six years. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, I think um, me and Thomas have very very deep spiritual connection yeah and i totally recognize him from my past mm -hmm. life or something um but it's hard for me to distinguish if it's if it's unconditional love mm -hmm. because i only recognize unconditional love from like family you know yeah how whatever they do to me i will always kind of not accept it but i would still have love for them you know but It's like, do you want Thomas to be happy, even if you're not there? Yes. Then that's unconditional love. Yeah. Right? <laughs> But I like what you say that it is something that evolves. It's not like, oh, you see this person, you have unconditional love. It's definitely something that grows and moves with the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, maybe also because I saw the, the thing as, you know, if... if he was with someone else or something oh, like that was more happy about that i i wouldn't be more ha yeah. happy about that i would also think about my myself you know yeah i mean i would totally be upset if brooks like yeah. left me yeah. it's not like okay you're fine like go on but i would ultimately like i like <laughs> down the road i would be happy that he's happy yeah 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 Yeah, I would probably also, but I would also have my dealing with my own wounds. Yeah, for sure, yes, for yeah. sure. And I think that's fair. Mm. Okay, another um, like trait of of sacred relationships is 
like no masks. So this means you're able to be truly authentic with them. They're, you're not putting on a mask. You're fully vulnerable, fully yourself, and able to show up just as you are. And something I like is like the saying, like what they see is who I am. And I think that's really nice. Yeah. But also, this is something that's also like a rare thing to be in relationships. And I was thinking about this because there are certain things that like I just like kind of keep to myself. And yeah. Brooks doesn't know every single thing about me. No. And I don't think he ever will. But does that know it's a mask that you have around him? Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so, too. Because it's it's not because you are holding in, like it's not because you're lying to him yeah. or like holding information back on on purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, I I feel like it's because you maybe don't speak about these. Yeah, and also I I like to, yeah some things I just like to have for myself for mm -hmm. a little while, but if there's a, if there's an issue that I have like one example that I've heard is. If you're going to lunch with a bunch of friends and you're talking about your with your par talking about your partner and ranting about venting about something that's going on with you and your partner, and it feels really good to get it off your chest, but then you get home and you don't say anything to your partner, like that's an issue, and that's not a version of sacred partnership. Oh, a, like a sacred partnership is you would maybe speak with your friends, but then also come back and. Speak and talk with your partner about it. Yeah, exactly. So it was yeah. just a reflection to have the final confrontation. Yeah, and I feel like you yeah. guys are really good at that. Like something kind of creeps up, you talk about it with like yeah. me or like yourself, you figure it out with yourself and then you guys confront issues. Confront, yeah. I feel like you guys confront issues quicker than Brooks and I do. Yeah, yeah. We, we talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we communicate a lot. Yeah, that's really amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I also think, and I never, I was never really able to do that in other relationships mm. before. I was never able to be very truly honest. Yeah. So it was very strange for me to come into this relationship and suddenly be, be honest because I have to reflect on things that I didn't even knew existed, mm. you know, or feelings that I didn't even knew that I had, mm -hmm. which if it makes sense, you know. If, for example, why am I not responding back right now? Why am yeah. I ignoring this situation? And I never asked myself this question. Mm. I just ignored it because maybe it felt uncomfortable, but I never really told anyone or my partner that it actually felt uncomfortable. Yeah. But Thomas made me verbalize this. Oh, for the first wow, time. that's great. Yeah. And do you feel like you can be totally yourself with him? Yeah. Yeah, 110%. Yeah, I feel that way too. Yeah. I feel like he, in like other relationships, like at one point I was dating a person, not very long, but like he never wanted kids and he like, I, I knew in my heart that it wouldn't be for the long call, but during that time when I was still like kind of in love with him and blah, 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 I was like, okay, maybe I don't want kids. Oh. And it was just a mask that I was putting on, maybe even for myself, but also for him. It's just like... Not showing my true, my true self. Did you ever feel then that you that you had to change for a person? Um, that was kind of one that I had to change, but it wasn't like quick change. It wasn't like a forever change. Okay. And other, my other relationship, it was being limiting who I could be. Okay. 
Okay, so you were not the potential, yeah. you know, true potential. But here I feel like I can be exactly who I want, mm. and he accepts me as I am. Yeah. Do you feel so he amazing. also uplifts you? Absolutely. Mm. More so than anyone in my life ever. Mm. Yeah. It's amazing, right? Yeah, Woohoo! So <laughs> uh, okay, another thing that this really speaks to my sadness and what we were talking about in... A sagness, that sounds like such a weird word. It, it matches my Sagittarius energy and also the Aquarius energy of independence. And this next um, aspect of a sacred relationship is personal sovereignty. And that means like not being codependent. That means not losing boundaries or losing yourself in a relationship. Okay. And it's like personal sovereignty is acknowledging that you are each whole independent people. And you're not, like, so you know how people say, like, this is my other half. Mm. Like, I never really, like, I don't like that because I was like, well, I'm my my own self. Like, I'm not half of something. And that was, it kind of always confused me with, like, a twin flame. And I know yeah. twin flame is a lot different than what we think yeah. a twin flame is. Maybe we can do an episode on twin yeah, flames. Yeah, exactly, because I don't know so much about I've it. I've been learning more about it, and it's just different than what... We like I used to think that twin flame is like the half of you and you've been yeah. waiting to meet your twin flame until your whole blah that blah. That's also what I thought, a soul yeah. split in two and then meeting. Each I don't other. think I think it's way more than that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't want to go too much into twin flames because I want to learn more so I can <laughs> I can share. But yeah, it's uh, a sacred partnership is I am whole and they are whole, but we are together. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I like that. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I think it's um, it's it's very. I think that me and Thomas, mm -hmm. we had a problem of me being a little bit codependent on Thomas, and Thomas liking me being codependent oh. on him, uh, and like a little bit in the state of kind of submissiveness. You know, oh, okay. like I just kind of followed uh, Thomas in a mm -hmm. way, and this was also what 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 broke or what mm -hmm. had a lot to do with our relationship mm -hmm. and my personal uh, yeah. spiritual growth mm -hmm. my, my personal growth and we had a we had a big thing about this okay. and I went on a on a travel where I found myself again oh, and my wow. independence and when I came back from that travel we mm -hmm. had a we had a hard time but we figured out what was wrong mm. in our relationship and I had a big awakening wow and after that uh, our relation changed and i think mm -hmm. that was when um the unconditional love mm -hmm. started for real okay yeah. oh that was, wow that was that's amazing so i really understand the codependent independence yeah. thing it's very very yeah and like couples who just or people who lose themselves into relationships i've done this where I like lost who I was in this relationship and I like stopped hanging out with my friends. I like lost who I was yeah. and just became this like blob yeah. of a relationship. And that's just not what a sacred relationship is. Like mm. we are each our own selves living this life but also living it together. Exactly. And I feel like I found that so much in Barcelona. Yeah. Because I've just like become this like superpower of my like own being yeah and i can be who i am and he can be his own being and but we still like 
come here under the same roof and are living this journey together. Yeah. yeah. I definitely also had, um, in, in Denmark, I had a partner that tried to cut me off my friends, mm -hmm. even my best friend. He was wow. very jealous of her and tried to cut me off. And he was definitely, in general, very jealous mm. uh, person. And he wanted me to be very codependent on him. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's toxic, right? Oh, it it's is exhausting. toxic. He seemed so nice because he treated me like a princess. Yeah. But in the end, all of this was just manipulation. So mm. he, I didn't depend on anyone else. Okay. Wow. Okay, and the next a next form of or expression of sacred partnership is the mm -hmm. mutual drive for evolution. And this means that we are or you're in a relationship that encourages you to evolve and be your best self. Mm. You're not afraid to go deeper and deeper with each other. You're not afraid to continue your own healing journey. But instead, you're just can you're encouraged and lifted up to be your best self, what? and I think that's one of the like the most amazing feelings yeah. in the world. And that reminds you me of you and Brooks. Yeah, doing this like now you introduce uh, Brooks to the healing from mushrooms, mm -hmm. and you share this journey together. Yeah, and you definitely have your own healing journey with. Yeah, with, I mean with. For yourself, right? right. And, but you're still very encouraged by mm. it. I feel like you guys do this, are so good at this too. Because mm. you're able to convene and do these these healing expressions together. But also you res he respectfully allows you to do it alone as well. And I encourage him a lot because he never been to therapy mm -hmm. before. Oh. Uh, I told him uh, to start. Yeah. Uh, it was a little bit ultimatum, but yeah. it had to oh. go over yeah. there. Uh, but now he's so, so happy for it. Wow. Like he really feels how he involved. And at one point, I even talked about this in another podcast, how his intuitive and psychic ability grown <gasps> yeah. from the therapy. Wow. So it was so much his path. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. And the last one that we'll talk about today, I think we should maybe do a part two <laughs> one yeah. day later this year because there's so much for this topic that I'd love to go yeah, into. But the last topic that we'll talk about, about sacred partnerships is holding space for each other. Yeah. And this means that you just listen to your partner with your whole heart. It's allowing them to express themselves while you let them know that you're completely present with, with them and seeing them and hearing them and valuing them. And it's also meaning that this is not a relationship where you're out to fix anyone mm. or that you're like trying to change or save anyone. So many like women and people mm. experience this feeling like, oh, I can fix them, I can save them. It's mm. not about that. It's accepting who they are and valuing and appreciating exactly who they are and how they show up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this has made... I've been trying to do this better, but I have sometimes trouble listening to Brooks yeah. and making him feel hurt. You have mentioned that before. Yeah. 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 It's not that I don't appreciate everything who he is, but I know that... He expresses that I don't always make him feel hurt and, and mm. safe to... And to do something to make it better and make him feel more hurt? Um, are you able, like, are you willing to change that? Yeah, or, I'm yeah. definitely willing. 
Yeah. I also think you're good because the good thing about it is that you're acknowledging it. Yeah. You know, it's not because you're saying, but you also are bad at da da da. Yeah. You know, but it you accept that it's something that you mm. that you might need to be yeah. better working on. Yeah. So yeah, that's something that I I know he does it for me most of the time. Mm. And yeah, it's not like we're horrible at it, giving each other space, but or holding each other's space, but it's definitely a, an opportunity to, yeah. to go even stronger. And what about you? Um, I think we have a good balance. I think Thomas might be more... No, I think we're very much balanced because okay. there's also some times where I'm like the kind of a consultant for, oh. for Thomas, right? Which very I, I think very needed and appreciated because I can just put his complicated mind mm. and like spread it out and be like this is what is going on yeah you're good at that yeah and it can help him a lot and you're really good at holding space for people yeah you I think, think so yeah, you were just doing it for brooks an hour ago it was amazing you're so good and it makes him feel really good when you do that yeah yeah oh that's yeah. very nice <laughs> but i think you are very good yeah too. i never experienced you not being aware or listening okay or, consulting it's mostly when I feel over completely overwhelmed where I can't even process my own like where I'm so tired at the end of the day or I'm just so overwhelmed that I can't even or process my own emotions it's hard for me to take on someone else and this is when you're home yeah this is when you are together with Brooks you know you have been working the whole day or we have been doing podcasts or whatever and you come home to Brooks and Brooks want to share everything and you're like no more capacity exactly yeah so we would love to know if you experience these things or if you have any questions I think so do you now what do you think do you think that you're in a sacred relationship yes I do I do think I'm in a yeah. sacred relationship isn't it kind of encouraging to be like hey we are yeah exactly <laughs> very and it's it's so precious yeah right and I think we should do a second yeah about so uh, some maybe some love stories maybe some yeah. more lovey love oh, instead of a relationship relationship yeah love. yeah you're right I feel I feel like we you and I could are, we're on a journey of a sacred relationship yeah I think That's so, so too so nice yeah. oh so cute uh, <laughs> I love it so yeah I would love to do another episode so that will come later this year I'm sure yeah for sure Cool. Well, thanks so much for listening. Thank you. Let us know if um, if you have any thoughts on this podcast. We'd love for you to leave a review or give us five stars or any stars. We'll take any feedback. And yeah, we hope that this waning moon is a productive time to let go, break the habits. And yeah, the new moon's coming and we can rest. Or if you're like me, we can party. (laughs) Cool. Thanks so much and have a good one. Bye. Bye.